This podcast is brought to you by Hello Future. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, expand your patent portfolio, create amazing new profitable products and services, or effectively project manage to market? Then contact us today, hellofuture.co, and get started. Chris Kalabukas, and this is Think Future. About a week ago, the uh, president of Apple, Tim Cook, got up on stage and announced, or maybe it was two weeks ago, announced the brand new wonderful innovation known as, because we all know that the only thing that ever comes out of Apple is innovative, innovation is in Apple's blood, that's all they do is innovate. The wonderfully innovative iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus. Now, those of you... See, the thing is, people ask me. Sometimes people go to me and they say, Chris, what are you? Are you an Apple guy or are you a Windows guy? And I'm like, neither. I'm technology agnostic. From my perspective, it is. it depends on whatever gets the job done, right? If you need to build an app for the App Store, then you have to do it on a Mac. If you need a server, you run it on Linux. If you need a Windows app, you do it on Windows. I'm completely technology agnostic. It doesn't matter to me what application or what operating system you run things on. It depends on the problem. You see, people used to say, well, what kind of console should I buy? What kind of video game console should I buy? Or what kind of computer should I buy? And they keep thinking about Mac versus Windows versus Linux or or PlayStation versus Wii versus Xbox. And they just think about the platform. And that's the wrong way to go about it, in my opinion. In my opinion, what you do is you look at the software that you want to use, and then you work backwards to figure out which platform it works best on. Right, So let's say you're a designer. If there's more design tools that you prefer to use on a Mac, then buy a Mac. If you're an accountant and the software that you use is better supported and more advanced on Windows, then you buy a Windows box. It's as simple as that. Just go to the software. Go to what you're actually going to be doing with those things. And then make the decision on platform based on that. So yeah, I'm not an Apple fanboy. I'm not an Android fanboy. I'm not a Windows fanboy. I'm not a Mac fanboy. I use technology based on its requirements. So I'm not going to say to you, this is great and this sucks, simply because of the design or whatever. So I'm coming at you from a completely neutral perspective. So Tim Cook went up on stage and he announced the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus. And I don't know, I can't. I challenge anyone to look at those two devices and say that they're innovative. They are not innovative as far as I'm concerned. All they are are larger versions of the current current existing iPhone with a newer operating system. Yes, it's got iOS 8, and yeah, you got a couple of additional APIs built into it, HealthKit, HomeKit, 
all those kits that were announced a little while back. I get it, okay? But innovative? I mean, there was even a uh, interesting ad that I think Samsung ran or some uh, Android fanboys decided to talk about saying that, hey, look, uh, the iPhone 6. Finally, in 2014, Apple gets technologies that were available to Android in 2012. Yeah, the stuff's two years old. But again, you know, the, the, it's not a dis- technology discussion. It's a design discussion. It's a, it's a preference discussion. It's a brand discussion. People don't buy Apple devices because they've, they've got better technology. People buy Apple devices because they prefer the design. And they also prefer to be led. I mean, if you ask me, it's like a walled garden. They already do everything for you. So why do you need to do it yourself? I mean, it's great. I think Apple devices are great for the non-techies. Because all the technology is hidden in the background. It's subsumed below the operating system. And you don't even have to think about it. You never want to root your device. You never want to do anything new or different, weird, out of the ordinary. You're happy with what Apple gives you. And you just live with it. Even if it's suboptimal, it's okay because it's all given to you. So I would say that the iPhone 6 isn't innovative. Not a big deal. It's just a larger phone. And what's interesting is that Steve Jobs always said, you know, don't listen to your customers. You should tell your customers what's best for them, what they really want. Right? And I just thought it was funny that basically what the iPhone 6 and the 6 Plus are is what the customers want. The customers wanted larger phones. I mean, if you look at an iPhone 4 or 5 nowadays, don't they look quaint up against the Samsungs and the LGs and all the other Android phones and the Nexuses? Don't they look kind of quaint? Don't they look kind of small? So the iPhone 6 is just basically listening to customers' wishes for a larger phone. No innovation here. But... What about the iWatch? That's right, folks. The Apple Watch. The hotly anticipated, hotly uh, debated, hotly discussed uh, Apple wearable. That's right, folks. The Apple wearable. The Apple iWatch. Actually, I think we were calling it the iWatch, but then they ended up calling it the Apple Watch. They announced this thing, and... For the first few minutes, I was looking at it, and they were showing this video of, you know, it moving around and things turning on it, and you know the the fit and finish, and all these really interesting bands with magnetic clasps and stuff like that. And for the first ten to fifteen minutes, I was totally mesmerized. Were you mesmerized? I think we were all mesmerized by the beauty of this watch, right? And I'm looking at this thing, and then about ten, fifteen, twenty minutes into the presentation, I thought to myself. Wait a second. Hold on here. Let me take another look at that. So I stopped the video, and I looked at the image of the iWatch. Sorry, the Apple Watch. If you look at it, all you see is a shrunk-down iPhone. It's a shrunk-down iPhone. I mean, look at it. I mean, okay, even if you're like the most vehement Apple fanboy... Tell me, when you look at the design of the Apple Watch, that it's not a shrunk-down iPhone. They basically took the exact same look and feel of an earlier model iPhone with the metal edges around the edge and all that, and they put it on a phone. They they made it smaller. And they say, well, the interface is different. Not really. 
The only difference is that the icons are circular as opposed to rounded rectangles. And if you think about it, all you're doing is taking the rounding of the rectangles and making it more and more round until you got, get circles. Even when you tap on the actual icons, everything disappears exactly the same way as it does on iOS. The Apple Watch is simply a shrunken down iPhone. In the same way, and I said this when the iPad came out, in the same way an iPad is a larger iPhone. So it's the triumph of incremental innovation. Well, innovation in quotes, because I don't know if you'd call it innovative. They've taken the same design, expanded it, shrunken it, but very little has actually changed. Is this innovation? I don't know. I guess if you call incremental changes to a design innovation, then I guess you could call it innovation. But personally, I wouldn't call it innovative. I mean, remember all those really cool designs? We saw some amazing, amazing designs that some of these people, some people out on the internet created some fantastic designs. I even used them in some of my blog posts, those curved screen designs, you know, looked like a bangle. It was really interesting, really cool, really different, really innovative. But Apple didn't take that route. Apple took the safe, safe route and basically shrunk the iPhone down to watch size and put it on your wrist. Is it going to be a success? Absolutely. It is absolutely going to be an amazing success simply because it's an Apple product. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's innovative or not innovative. It's an Apple product. The brand's already there. People are going to buy this thing. Whether it's innovative or not, no one really cares. That's not important anymore. That's not important to, in, to, uh, to Apple. It's the triumph of incremental, uh, incrementalism. It's slightly different from what you currently have. And for them, that's fine. So don't come to me and say, oh yes, the Apple Watch is so innovative. It's so amazing. It's so different. I mean, look at that. Okay, here, let's contrast it with the Moto 360, for example. The Moto 360, if you ask me, is innovative because look at the form factor. It's round. It's got, you know, different things, etc. That, now that is different. That is innovative. And I'm not saying this because I have an Android phone. I'm just saying that the design could have been better. We saw all these amazing designs from people who are not connected with Apple at all. Fantastic designs. I would love to have been able to see one of those designs, especially those curved screen designs. But we didn't get that. We got a shrunken down iPhone. And I've heard that it even has issues with battery life. And that's one of the things that will probably kill this product is issues with battery life. And what's going to happen? People are going to rush out and buy this thing in droves. But... Even though I'm a technologist and I love gadgets, I never buy version one of anything. And maybe you shouldn't either. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. (laughs) 